You're listening to Reporters and Reporters, a podcast from Cardiff University's School of Journalism, Media and Culture. In each episode, brought to you by the MA Broadcast Journalism students, we'll bring you insights and interviews with key people in the news industry. We'll examine the challenges, opportunities and threats facing journalism and get tips about the best way to follow a career in the media. This week, me, Florence Craig and Peter Gillibrand will be talking to Anna Bevan, the Assistant Director of the International News Safety Institute and former broadcast journalism student here at Cardiff University. So Anna, what is the greatest threat to journalists at the moment? I think the greatest threat to journalists at the moment comes from online harassment. So I think that it is incredibly wearing um, of journalists. It's incredibly wearing on journalists to get so much abuse at all hours of the day and night. I think that it's something that previously, before social media, people weren't as exposed to. And they knew when they were at risk. They knew when they sort of needed to put on this emotional flak jacket. If they were going out to cover a protest, they knew they might get some abuse. But the thing about online harassment, which is different, is that it, it doesn't stop. You can be at home alone by yourself and you're looking at your phone is just pinging and pinging with all of this abuse. And I think it's really wearing psychologically on people. And I think that it's pushing people out of the profession. I think that it's discouraging people from covering certain topics. So whether that's women covering technology or whether that's people talking about feminism or LGBTQ issues, if you're constantly just have all of this hate raining down on your phone, I think that it is a huge threat because it's it can push people out of the profession and discourage them from coming into it in the first place. So speaking of this sort of age of trolling and online harassment, um, do you think news organisations um, need to do more to ensure the psychological safety of their staff? I think news organisations do need to prioritise the psychological safety of their staff. And when this looking at this from a trolling perspective, I think that news organizations shouldn't be encouraging people to be on Twitter and Facebook every minute of the day. I think they also need to warn their their staff as well about some of the risks associated with the stories that they could be covering and so that they're more psychologically prepared for the territory that they're entering into. And they can set up peer support networks as well for, for their staff so that if someone is particularly distressed by something, they know who they can call and who they can talk to about this as well. So I think it really helps relieve some of the the burden. With the amount of risks to journalists, how much of an impact does this have on young people wanting to go into journalism? I think it can discourage people from, from coming into the industry. I think it can also make people even more resilient. If you're aware of, of what the risks are, then I think you can be more prepared to to deal with them. And you put your resilience up. So you think, OK, I know that I could get some abuse, but I, I'm prepared for that. Uh, so I think that and some of the other risks to journalists like this over the last couple of years, we've seen journalists in the EU being targeted. So in Malta, we had Daphne Caruana Galizia last year being targeted. This year, there's been Jan Kusiak in Slovakia. And I think cases like this need really need to be prioritized in so that countries are, are not just leaving these cases up to impunity, that there is actually follow through and that the killers of these people are caught, because I think it sends a really strong message that you cannot target journalists. OK, so in your talk, you told us that um, women journalists are three times more likely to suffer abuse on Twitter than their male counterparts. So as a woman in journalism yourself, do you feel that women journalists face additional risks to their well-being? 
I think that it's it's certainly true about the extra threats that women face online. But I think there are ways to deal with that. You um, maybe that could be to take yourself away from from being on social media all the time. Maybe having timeouts so that you're not being exposed to it all the time. Because I think that actually there are huge benefits of being a woman in journalism. I think um, you can get a lot better access to people. I think people open up to you a lot more. And I found that with some of the stories and interviews that I've done, people have really opened up to me in a way that I don't think they might have done with my male counterparts. So I think it's important to be aware of what the risks are and then work around them. So knowing that if you're going into a potentially dangerous situation where there's going to be um, a lot of men there, that you're not sending a woman in alone, that you're going with someone else. So I think it's sort of being aware that there are extra risks, but that's not necessarily a reason not to send a woman into those situations. So when you were out in Central America freelancing, what were the greatest dangers that you faced? And what top tips would you give to journalists about um, the risks associated in the field? Yeah, so the biggest dangers, I think, as a freelancer in Central America were that I was operating a lot by myself. So you're going into these situations and I stood out because I was a white woman and I was going into situations that I wasn't familiar with. And so I think my my biggest advice or my top tip there would be to make sure that you're working with local staff. I had a local, local people. So I had a photographer from Guatemala City that I worked a lot with. And it was great working with him. I felt safer that I would go into situations where I blended in a little bit more because I knew him and that he would also be able to recognize if situations were going awry and something was going wrong. He would be able to suggest routes out of that um, that I might not necessarily know. What advice would you give to someone starting out in the media? Um, My biggest advice to people starting out in the media is to be really resilient. I think in this industry, you get a lot of rejections. You How you can be pitching that you get um, so many rejections. You can get abuse from online people. You can get abuse when you're going out to, to cover protests or something in your own city. So my biggest advice would be to be incredibly resilient. Build a really thick skin around yourself and don't be put off. Just keep going. Thank you, Anna. Well, you've been listening to Reports and Reported. From myself and Florence, goodbye.